This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. And if you've been hanging around with us, and I hope you have, and if you are new, I say welcome to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We love hearing where you live and how long you've been listening. I just had this lovely email from someone in Australia who said, I just found you. And I always laugh when I get those because I think, how nice, they just found me. But I've been here for a long time. And I want to welcome you. I hope you'll send your friends to look for us so that they can find me. We talk about all things to encouragement women around here. Who you are as a woman, a woman of faith, a wife, a mother, a homemaker. You have at least those four jobs, the most of you. And many of you have full-time jobs outside of your homes. There's a lot to do and a lot to keep up with. And there's a lot of noise and a lot of distraction. And so this year, we're bringing ourselves to the theme of listening for learning and love. Listening for learning and love. Now, when you start with a word like listening, everywhere I go, everyone I know, everything I read has the word listening in it or quiet so I can hear, or some derivative of it. And I've been reading in Luke, I mentioned this a few shows ago, and was recently reading in Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 35. Now, if you've been to Sunday school, or you've been a part of the church for a long time, you have heard this passage, but let me read it to you. One day, when a large group of people were walking along with him, Jesus turned and told them, Anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of father, mother, spouse, children, brother, sisters, yes, even one's own self, can't be my disciple. Anyone who won't shoulder his own cross and follow behind me can't be my disciple. Is there anyone here? who planning to build a new house doesn't first sit down and figure the costs so you'll know if you can complete it? If you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money, you're going to look pretty foolish. Everyone passing by will poke fun at you and say he started something he couldn't finish. Or you can imagine a king going into battle against another king without first deciding whether it is possible with his 10,000 troops to face the 20,000 troops of the other? And if he decides he can't, won't he send an emissary and work out a truce? Simply put, if you're not willing to take what is dearest to you, whether plans or people, and kiss it goodbye, you can't be my disciple. Salt is excellent, but if the salt goes flat, it's useless. It's good for nothing. Okay, here it is, the last phrase in Luke chapter 14, verse 35. Are you listening to this? Really listening? And I just chuckled out loud. I had just read it to myself and then came these words. Are you listening to this? Really listening? And I paused and I thought, no, I'm really not. I've read that so many times. And even though I'm reading it from the message, 
um, uh, a translation written by Eugene Peterson, and it has different words, so it's not altogether that familiar. You know, rat-a-tat-tat-tat, I've read the same exact words hundreds of times. This, this is different. Are you listening to this? Really listening? I thought, no. If Jesus were standing in front of me, I would have to say, no, I'm not really listening to this. Because one of the things that I ran into when I reread it and tried to listen to it was the word estimate. What does it cost? What is the estimate to build a new house? In one of the versions that I read it in, it talked about an estimate. And I thought, Brides want to know what the estimate cost will be of their weddings, of their dress, of the church rental. People who are building a home, mothers and fathers who are sending children to college, we, we all want to know, what will it cost? What, what, what's this going to cost me? What's this going to set me back? What's a general estimate of what it's going to cost? And if the estimate is a number that doesn't just throw me over a loop, chances are... I'll be able to count that cost and complete it. Well, as I was reading it this time, uh, reading it through several times, the question was, are you listening to this, really listening? And I thought for a moment, no, I was not really listening, and I paused to be quiet, and I thought, the thing that I'm looking at right now is something I talked to you about a few days ago. Limitations. Limitations. We can't buy everything we used to be able to buy. It's not available. It's probably on a cargo ship somewhere on the east or west coast, Pacific or Atlantic Ocean. We can't get it the way we used to get it. I like to go to the store to buy a pair of shoes so I can try them on. For a long time, we couldn't even get in the stores. The stores were closed. But even now, when we get there, there's not as many shoes on the rack. There's not as many offerings to try on, to buy. There aren't as many fruits and vegetables or cleaning agents in the market. We are no longer able to do what we used to do. There are limitations, and there are limitations on all of us. You're a brand new mother who's nursing your infant child, you have a series of limitations. While they won't be with you always, they are with you right now. You are in the middle of being available to that wee child every three or four hours to feed that little one. You're, you're just married and you're getting used to having a roommate. And you like this roommate a lot, but wow, are you surprised? I have a dear friend who now has been married for 25 years. I will never forget, she married a pro athlete. And he was darling and sweet and big. She was short and little and adorable. And they were crazy about each other and their families were crazy about each other. And they were off to be married and live happily ever after. And after they had been married four or five months, she and I sat down and had a long talk about life. And she said, I had no idea men spelled so badly. And I said, pardon me? She said, I had no idea they smelled so badly. There are sweat clothes and smelly clothes and smelly, smelly, smellies all around me all the time. I didn't laugh out loud because she was quite serious. Well, she got a roommate, all right. She got a husband who she loves dearly. But she got a lot to go with that roommate, including the smells. Including the smells. Things that we love, things that we desire, bring about limitation. 
Our age brings a limitation. A friend passes brings a limitation. Illness brings a limitation. One of my dearest friends in the world was 31 years old, and she discovered that she had cancer. And in those days, now 45 plus years ago, the doctor said, we'll amputate in the morning. Within 48 hours, she discovered she had cancer and lost her right leg, a limitation that struck her with vigor. She was quite young, but it was still a limitation. We were talking about the various kinds of uh, artificial legs that she had had through the years of her wearing one, and literally the first one was like a, a stiff piece of wood. And then there was a bending knee, but you had to push the button to bend the knee. And then there was a foot that had toes, real toes, like the toes could move. And then there were all the electronics that started. And one that she got, the electronics scared her half. She she stood up and the leg sort of went off without her. She said the leg was ready to go and she wasn't quite ready to follow. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of talking, a lot of interesting things that were happening. But what a limitation. She couldn't ride a bike ever again. She could never run again. We were in many airports, and I would say, let's just get in a wheelchair, and I'll run behind you. Because she couldn't run to catch a plane. And may I tell you, we missed a couple of planes in our history together. Limitations. And what Christ is saying, I want to know up front here, do you love me? Are you willing to be my disciple? Will you do Whatever it takes, will you sacrifice? Will you accept the limitation? Will you pay the cost? If you're not willing to pay the cost, then you're not willing to be his disciple. And he wants us to be very clear with it because he ends the whole discourse by saying, are you listening to this? Are you really listening? I hear people say, well, I pick up my cross every morning. And I always want to say, what does that mean? What does your cross look like? Do you have a cross? I know you do. Do I have a cross? Yes, I do. Are there new crosses coming into our lives regularly? Yes. But Christ says to anyone who comes to me and refuses to let go, yes, a father, a mother, a spouse, children, brothers, sister, even my own desires, my own desires. I think mostly as we mature in our walk of faith, we talk about our own desires. What I desire today, is that what you desire, God? I pray for all of us as we get ready to prepare ourselves for the Advent season, when we prepare our hearts for the birth of Christ, that we will begin to ponder these thoughts. When Jesus says, in the book of Luke. Are you listening to this? Really listening? Are you listening to his voice when he calls you to do something that feels a little out of the ordinary? And I pray your answer is yes. We are Modern Homemakers, and I'm Donna Otto, and we're in a very busy season of the year. We're going to talk a little bit next time we're together about preparing your home for having people in your home, guests. You may call it entertainment, you may call it hospitality, but we're going to talk about how to be prepared for that. The holidays are coming. Who's coming to your house? Whose house are you going to? Are you making a trip to see Grandma at Christmas? Have you looked at the planes? 
Are you going to drive? Are you getting prepared for these events? For preparation is the single key to being organized. We try to help you with some of those things. One of the things we offer at this time of the year is a beautiful Advent candle, which has 1 through 24 as a part of the logo on the candle. And at the bottom, there's a creche. Little children love to get the candle out, put it in the middle of the table, and every morning or every night and every day, 24 days before Christmas, we burn down the candle a little bit in preparation for the birth of Christ. We're going to talk about some Christmas traditions, but when we're burning down the candle, we're selling you a candle for $10, and with it comes a reading uh, for each day of the first 24 days of December. That's available on our website. Our red plates are available, and the big Advent book is available. The big Advent book is a very expensive item. It's the kind of item you buy for your family once in a lifetime or for a family you love once in a lifetime, and one per family. So look to our website and look for things that will be helpful and useful to you during this time of preparing our hearts for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day by answering the questions. Are you listening to this? Really listening? 